glad you're with us. This is the Retirement Education Hour. I'm back in the studio with Kurt Cassidy and Dr. Paul Mettler. They're both financial instructors with the Retirement Education Foundation. And throughout this show, we'll be sharing with you the mission of the foundation, how you can get registered for the foundation's courses. These are retirement planning courses. They're held at major colleges and universities right in your community. We make this easy for you to attend. Why? So you can have a great retirement. It does start with education. And as always here on the program, we're going to do some of that today. We have a great show lined up for you, and we're going to dive in. I want to make sure you know you can listen to this very show and many others like it in our library of shows, wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can download it. You can listen again and again, share with a friend. Simply search for the name of the program, which is Retirement Education Hour, and be sure to hit subscribe. Okay, Kirk, Paul, this topic is enormous. We see it in the headlines everywhere. It is the topic of elder abuse. The problem is so many people say, eh, it's not going to happen to me, right? Well, yeah, that's that's what people think. And, I, you know, we're going to stress this, I think, a number of times throughout the show because, you know, I, I, we know our typical listenership. I, we know who's listening. We also know who's coming to our eight-hour almost master levels courses in universities. We, we've taught over 10,000 people, and we've had tens of thousands of people that are regularly listening to our, our radio shows and our TV shows that the charity – you know, we are a charity. We're a national charity promoting advanced retirement education, advanced retirement planning education. Really for that sort of, you know, that 500 to 10 million, maybe $20 million families. And so we're going to stress this point as we talk about a topic that most 50 and 60-year-olds don't think apply to them. And would never happen to them. But the data tells us that it is happening. It's happening at an alarming rate. I mean, it is skyrocketing for a lot of reasons we'll talk about. But financial elder abuse is a massive issue that isn't just hitting people in their 80s or 90s. It's it's hitting people in their 50s, 60s, and 70s. And it's becoming even more and more prevalent, Paul. And so, so whether you're going to listen to the show to learn how to prevent this thing from happening to you as you age, or you're listening to this show to help make sure that it doesn't happen to your parents, you need to listen because the number of people that are impacted by financial elder abuse is crazy off the charts. Everyone's blown away by it when we talk about it in our classes. Yeah, you know, I, I I almost think we should stop saying elder abuse because elder, I think, gives the connotation that we're talking about really old people. And the reality is, and you just said this, I mean, this is happening at an alarming rate from really, you know, the fifth, thick, you know, 50 on. And it's and part of it is because we'll get into it, our lack of education, knowledge around, you know, s- cybersecurity and the Internet and, and how people approach us. I mean, there's a lot of reasons for it, but this isn't just about people who have Alzheimer's, right? This isn't just about people who have co- significant cognitive de- deterioration. So it's an important topic for everyone to listen to. Paul, and also remember, who typically listens to our shows are people with investable assets of 500000 to 10 
plus million dollars. Okay, so they tend to have, they're way above average for the baby boomer in terms of what they'll have for retirement. That's way above. I know people are shocked when they hear this, but that's way above average. They also, the listeners that are, are listening to our shows and attending our classes tend to have they're pretty highly educated. And you know who the biggest targets are? <laughs> the big, so, so see, the, the, the perception that because you're smart and you're educated and you're sophisticated and you have wealth, it won't happen to you. Well, that's who it's happening to most because you have the resources and you're also way overconfident in what you really understand and don't understand around finances. And so I would encourage, please, attend one of our master's level courses that are eight-hour courses that are taught at just about every major university and a lot of the colleges in your area. If you'd like to register, just go to retirementplanningedu.org. That's retirementplanningedu.org. Well, I think this is one of the more difficult topics to talk about. And, and, and you know, I'm always reluctant to want to talk about this because I think people naturally want to shy away from listening to this. Like, who really wants to listen to the, 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 the facts around potentially being exploited financially? Right. People don't want to hear it. They don't want to think about it. Uh, the problem is the problem is, is and you said this a minute ago and I thought it was right on is that people think they're not the target. It's really the people listening to this show are, are the most likely the people are being targeted because they're the ones who have resources. And if you guys do not think that the world out there doesn't know you're the one who has resources, you're foolish. In fact, that's why you're vulnerable, because you don't really appreciate how information is out there and how it gets passed along. You are all targets because you have the means. And if you think you're not vulnerable to this, you think you're smarter than them, they're getting really, really smart. Well, I'm only 50 or 60, Paul. Well, I got time to think about this. Okay, so you don't because that's the data tells us that's not the case. It's, it is, ironically... Uh, there are statistics that tell us those people who are do-it-yourselfers financially who have had some success are the most likely to be targeted, uh, ex- targeted and exploited, right? Right. And and especially that spouse of the a surviving spouse of a do-it-yourselfer is also very vulnerable. The data tells us. And so, whether you're going to listen today's show, and I'm begging y'all to listen today's show, no matter if you're 50, 60, or in your 80s, any of the above. If you need to use the excuse, "I'm really listening to, so I know how to protect mom and dad," that's that, your parents. That's fine if that's the excuse you need. But what I think you're going to come away with is. You are setting yourself up to be vulnerable, and there's ways to prevent that. And it's a big topic in our class. In fact, we spend an hour of the eight hours in our class, because we are a charity, trying to teach you how to choose the right type of team. What type of team do I need at this phase of my life when, I, when I'm hitting 50s, 60s to help me navigate through retirement? What does that team look like? And, and we're going to talk about that and how do they get paid and what kind of skill set should they have and what specific questions should I be asking them? These are some of the things we're covering in the eight hour classes that we're teaching at the universities and colleges. We're also string, streaming them live from the university so people from all over the country can attend. All you have to do is make a $29 donation to charity to attend this course. If you'd like to register, go to retirement planning edu.org that's retirementplanningedu.org 
Thanks for listening to the Retirement Education Hour. Be sure to follow or subscribe when listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And now back to the show. Okay, diving back in here, Kirk and Paul, want to talk about elder abuse and really some of the newest forms of exploitation that's coming across your desks. Well, yes, there's some newer forms. So, and, and there's a couple of things, again, I said we'd say this throughout the whole show. So you 50 and 60-year-olds, we really are talking to you. So it is happening. It's not really elder financial abuse anymore because I, don't, I know 50-year-olds and six-year-olds don't want to consider themselves elderly, and I get it, but it is happening younger and younger, and it's happening to those of you who have the wealth and often tend to be pretty intelligent people, right? And, and because you're so confident, you're the vulnerable. You are the vulnerable. Because, you know, I, I hope as people listen to and have been listening to our radio shows and those people who come to our classes and watch our TV shows, it's important you recognize the content that we are sharing, the information we're sharing with you is from a charity, okay? So intelligent, successful people listen to people with biases and assumptions, and the smarter we are, the quicker we want to think we understand what someone's telling us. And so when you're listening to our shows and coming to our classes, please do yourself a favor and don't try to anticipate or think you know, because the reality is you don't. I'm just telling you, we've taught tens of thousands of people and consistently with your demographic, that 50, 60 year old with 500 to $10 million, consistently we see the same patterns of mistakes and issues consistently. So hear us when we tell you these things that if you need to use the excuse that you want to protect your parents by listening to some of the information we're giving you, that's fine. But listen to us when we tell you because we are seeing the newest form is the internet. I'm people perpetrating and pretending to be uh, financial advisors or investment advisors or even fiduciaries online with let me teach you how. In fact, I hear it on the radio all the time. We'll teach you how to day trade. We'll, we'll, we'll give you instructions. We'll, we'll let you watch us our own accounts. And then we'll come and help you manage your accounts with you. And I'm telling you, A, there's no get-rich-quick schemes. And if you're hearing someone on the radio telling you about day trading, the Day Traders Hall of Fame is empty for a reason. They wouldn't, If they were so great at it, they wouldn't be on the radio trying to sell you their services and this is this is the area finra the regulators are warning the public about right this specific thing is these internet based investment clubs investment ideas these day trading classes all this nonsense paul i'm sorry i i i, I should let you jump in you you want to interject a little here sorry well, well, no, i'm it's, pretty no, passionate I'm, about this it, well because it's so frustrating right and and i mean it's, this is really, this really does impact sort of the do-it-yourselfers because, you know, do-it-yourselfers are always looking for these investment groups, these educational opportunities on the internet 
where someone's going to teach you how to make a lot of money quickly, or they're going to give you recommendations on what to buy. And I've, we've met people in the class, and, and, and we hear the stories where they join these clubs and they get recommendations and they buy them. And then what happens, and what they've been seeing the spike, is that before you know it, these people who are really fraudulent, right? They're they're pretending to be re- uh, advisors, but they're not, and they're getting giving you advice on obvious things. And over time, they'll get you to open up accounts before you know it you're investing with them and they're charging you huge fees and getting you to invest in these private placements because they're promising you huge returns right and and it's it's enticing and again if you're doing it yourself and you're it's not what you do every day you're looking for a place a resource to get this information and these investment clubs these investment groups are what people go to and you have to be careful you don't really know who to trust and again, this is why we always say this, knowledge is power, right? The best way to protect yourself from any of the things we talk about today is to become knowledgeable. The more knowledge you have, the less likely you're going to be vulnerable to exploitation, which is why the class is so hugely important. It's why we the charity was formed over a decade ago. And please understand, when we're sharing this information and we reference, we see people in our classes, it's not like just a few classes here and there or a few people. It's tens of thousands of people with an average education level of four and a half years post-high school education. We're talking CEOs, CFOs, CPAs, attorneys, in lots and lots of engineers, tons of engineers, believe it or not, and, and, and we're not making this up. This, this, this whole internet-based investment club, all this stuff, is this is FINRA. This is the regulators that are warning the public right now. We're just repeating what the regulators are telling us, telling people to be on guard against because the amount of abuse, financial abuse and fraud is skyrocketing. I know Paul's going to share some of the data since 2020. It's insane, the numbers. So... Again, attend one of our eight-hour courses. It's a master's level course to help you understand what is possible in retirement and how to avoid tons of mistakes throughout retirement. We teach them at most of the major universities and colleges in your area. And if not, we also stream the classes from the university. So wherever you're at in the country, you can attend this course. All you have to do is make a $29 donation to charity. If you'd like to attend, go to retirementplanningedu.org. That's retirementplanningedu.org. Listening from outside Michigan or Missouri? We stream courses live from the university so you can attend anywhere in the country. Go to retirementplanningedu.org. That's retirementplanningedu.org to sign up. And now back to the show. Talking today about financial elder abuse. This is something that's on the rise. You need to be aware of it, not only to protect people in your family, but to protect yourself as well. And Kirk and Paul, I know you keep your your eyes on this, and there are so many data points. There's a lot of information kind of flying out there. What's standing out to you? Well, it's the reason we're doing this show. It is spiking. I mean, literally spiking, and the age in which people are becoming victims are coming down further, lower and lower and lower. And again, I'll say this again for those 50 and 60 year olds that I, we know are listening to our shows, <laughs> don't tune out because you, you are the demos that are most likely to be victims of financial elder abuse 
in your younger years, much younger than you suspect, but I'm going to throw some data points around where things are at right now. So we know that, in, and I'm going to talk about a little, a little bit of a little older demos. We know it's about 36%. Now, please hear us. 36% of people over the age of 70 are going to be victims of financial elder abuse. That is what is reported. That is what is reported. I know Paul's going to give you a statistic in a minute that is going to throw you out of your chairs. I'm not kidding. 36% is what is reported. Now, here's the next data point that will be very bothersome to you because it's not what you expect. So there are the known perpetrators where when there's an event When there's fraud or abuse, they're able to identify who the perpetrator is. When they're able to identify who the perpetrator was, 90% of the abuse is being done by family members. Just don't kill the messenger, please. Quoting government data statistics. This is massive, 90% of the known. Of course, we've got plenty of unknown perpetrators, but when they get caught and we know who's doing it, The known perpetrators, 90% are your family, the ones that as you age, you're supposed to be counting on. And and again, in our class, we teach, we spend about an hour just teaching you how to find the right teams, teams, did you hear teams, that help you navigate in your your 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, right? Because- you aren't the average baby boomer. You Most of our listeners have 500 to $10 million. We know that. We've been teaching these classes for over a decade, taught over tens of thousands of people. You need a team. We'll talk about it in the class, what your team should consist of, who should be part of it, who should be communicating, what they should be providing you, what kind of information, what kind of planning, what kind of investments you should be utilizing, how much income you can take, all of those things. But Paul, Please talk about, I said 36% of people over the age of 70 are going to be victims of financial elder abuse. That is what we is documented. Now tell us the statistics, what they're saying of how many of them go unreported that we don't even know about. You know, when you think about this psychologically, it's not terribly surprising. But for every one person that reports exploitation, financial exploitation, they suggest 44 go unreported. So for every one reported... The belief is 44, and there was a study done showing this, 44 went unreported. And you could say, well, why would that be? Well, you just said something really powerful. You just said a significant percentage are people that you know. And if you're a person that's been exploited by someone you know, the last thing you really want to do is ever admit it, right? Why would you be afraid to admit it? Because you're afraid, you're ashamed, you look embarrassed. Maybe you're afraid that if you admit that, your family is going to start, people are going to start thinking, well, maybe you're not really able or competent to take care of yourself. Maybe we need to take over your finances. Maybe we need to take over something. People don't want to lose their independence. They don't want to lose their abilities to do the things they want to do, so they don't admit it. Some of it's shame. Some of it's fear. A lot of people are being scammed and a lot of people aren't reporting it. So we're just really skimming the surface, right? We, the, the problem here is much more significant. And in fact, if I can say AARP recently just came out and they said financial exploitation is at a crisis level in the United States, a crisis level. And I got to tell you personally, Kirk, you and I do this all the time. We're very aware of this, right? And I got to tell you, sometimes I'll get an email. Sometimes I get a phone call. It's like, Wow, that really sounds real. And this is what we do every day. Well, they're good. I, I think they're really they good, good out there. 
I, I think we we're going to talk about this in the next segment, some of the new technology, what that's allowing them to do to take these old scams that have been around that people are aware of, but because of some of the deep fakes, they're able to, to people are still falling for it because of that. So so I know we're going to talk about that next segment. I think that the, the couple things that I want to make sure before we're done today with this show is we identify the people that are most likely to be vulnerable to this. And I think- Maybe starting with telling you that two-thirds of financial elder abuse are perpetrated against women. It's what it is. And with baby boomers, right? And again, I'm just giving you the data, and, and we know why this is. We know because many of you, especially in the net worth demographics, tend to be do-it-yourselfers, and you're leaving a spouse, often the woman that hasn't been involved in finances for years, the man is going to die first, statistically speaking. You're leaving these people, these surviving spouses in a very, very vulnerable position. It's totally avoidable. All this is avoidable with education, first with education, but you got to find the right teams to help you. You cannot do this yourself as you age, especially with the resources you have. You are the target. So please just... Attend one of our eight-hour courses. The charity hosts these events, these these classes, these they're like master's-level courses at most of the universities and colleges in your area. And when you're not in that area where there's a class, we're streaming them from the university. So wherever you're at in the country, you can participate in this eight-hour course over two days, two evenings, or one full Saturday. If you'd like to register, go to retirementplanningedu.org. That's retirementplanningedu.org. Classes are forming now. Go to retirementplanningedu.org to register. Again, that's retirementplanningedu.org. Use the promo code PODCAST to receive 50% off your tuition. And now, back to the show. Okay, so we've established financial elder abuse, Kirk and Paul. This is a big issue. It's facing a lot of people, but who is most at risk? Who's most vulnerable? Well, this is the shocking part, right? Here's here's what's happening now. And Paul mentioned the massive spike, critical spike in financial abuse that AARP just reported since 2020, right? And we know that the in- number of incidences are way up. And the age that are being uh, vulnerable and victimized is coming way down, right? So here's here's the most likely and most vulnerable. And I'm going to give you some couple of really old, simple scams that have been around for a while. Everyone's heard about. You've got the grandparent scam and the romance scam. Here's the new twist. And this is why... I'll first say the, the, the new twist is the ability for these deep fakes with AI recording people's actual voices. It is so much easier to be vulnerable and victimized because of the sophistication and the ability to fake people out with actual their actual voices in actual circumstances. So here's what's happening as they've gotten more sophisticated and more successful the people they target are the more affluent, the more wealthy. They tend to be, and you guys, I know you don't want to hear me say this, and again, we are a charity. I'm not trying to offend anyone. We're trying to help prepare and help people avoid these mistakes. The more intelligent and affluent you are, 
Sometimes, believe it or not, you're the most likely and easily fooled because our own self-confidence makes us more vulnerable that we can't get faked. I'm not going to fall for the old grandparent scam or the romance scam. Just to name a few. There's tons of them. But those are the oldest ones that people would never think they would fall for now. But, Paul, as we know, yeah, I know you've got some examples of some other scenarios. They are get, The scammers are getting good, and technology just makes it so much ex- more accessible. And they know what people have and who they are. They can get so much information. Yeah, this whole this whole this whole segment, this whole topic just blows me away. It, 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 what's amazing, and, and there's some amazing examples that they're you know through AI, the, these impersonators, these bad characters are able to basically imitate your voice and and use your voice and call people up that you know and loved ones and base, basically make you think that. It's somebody that it's not and ask for money and and people are getting scammed. In fact, McAfee, which is the software company that's supposed to protect us, recently came and said one in 10 people reported being targeted by this sort of AI voice cloning scam. 77% of these people targeted lost money. So if I can just say this, if you think you're not vulnerable, there are two examples, two examples in the early 20s where CEOs' voices were cloned and employees were called and this deep fake basically would call employees and say, you need to deposit X amount of dollars and it was the voice of the CEO. Or transfer. Or transfer. A a transfer. Thank you, transfer. And people transferred hundreds of thousands of dollars into a bogus account thinking it was their CEO. In fact... There, there, there's, there's an example of a company that basically uh, supposedly authorized the transfer of $35 million through one phone call impersonating the CEO. They're good. They're smart. And it's happening to people every day. And you have really no way of knowing it's not the person, your loved one or the person that you think it is. Paul, I, we keep saying it. I mean, I don't know how many times we said it in this show, whether it's you're listening to the show for you, which you should be. If you're in your 50s and 60s, you should be listening for you. Um, but if you're not, if you want to use the excuse, you're really listening for mom and dad or your parents, um, that's fine. But the cl- here's here's the deal. And I think next segment, Paul, let's talk about do-it-yourselfers and why that's so problematic as we age. But you have you're going to have to find a team especially those those people with 1 to 10 million dollars right you you're going to need to have a team of people and the team has to be collaborative and working together like a almost like a family office that's sort of kind of the messaging we promote in the class is to help you find that that team where you have your your wealth manager CFP whatever it is with your CPA and your attorney that are collaborating so that Every side of the the coin is being protected, covered, and there's a plan that everyone is following, literally a plan, not just investments, like a plan. What's supposed to go where, when, how, why? That raises all the flags when something goes off. Even a little, 
Someone's going to identify it and prevent bad things from happening and save your retirement. So today is about saving your retirement. The class goes much deeper in how to be able to retire sooner, pay less taxes, to all, all the other things about retirement. Today's show, we are focusing on preventing bad, bad things happening from fraud. So attend one of our eight-hour courses. They're like master's level courses at taught in universities and colleges, also streaming live from the university and colleges. All you have to do is make a $29 donation to charity. If you'd like to register, go to retirementplanningedu.org. That's retirementplanningedu.org. To find our latest white papers and webinars, go to retirementplanningedu.org. That's retirementplanningedu.org. And remember to subscribe or follow wherever you listen to your podcasts. And now back to the show. Kirk and Paul, I have noticed on the program, we talk sometimes about DIYers, do-it-yourselfers. And there is this vulnerability that starts to ramp up with this group as they age. I want you to talk about that. Well, so I'm thankful for DIYers. The foundation and charity is thankful because they're they're our biggest listeners, right? I mean, I I couldn't even tell you the, the number of of listeners to our podcast nationally and we have a good idea of the demographics and the type of people are listening to our show and there's a lot of DIYers. So if any of you, uh, for those of you who have been listening to us know that we talk quite a bit about this group because frankly, we would be in the camp of being a DIYer when you are in your thirties and forties, even in your early fifties, because for a lot of reasons, we won't, we won't, we won't get into that today, but once you're within five to 10 years of retirement through retirement is when things get more complicated. There was only two levers when you were in the accumulation phase of your life. There was savings and where do I save to? There's two levers that we could control. But once you hit retirement, it, there's literally, and you, there's a reason it's an eight hour course. It's like a master's level course and it's taught in universities. There are many, many levers, like 40, 50 different levers to pull to maximize a retirement and create the greatest amount of efficiency. All right. So what we know is as we age, cognitively, we begin to decline. We also know research has told us mathematics is the first cognitive skill that begins to decline. We also know with the baby boomer generation, the do-it-yourselfers, more often than not, the research tells us it's if you're married in a conventional marriage, husband, wife, that the man tends to be the do-it-yourselfer in charge of the finances. And what we know is with the baby boomer generation, the most vulnerable to financial elder abuse is the women. And no duh, right? I mean, you guys are doing this yourself, and I can't believe you think you can do it yourself, as you are aging and your employers are telling you, you are not as sharp as you used to be. You can't do as much. You're not as efficient. You can't keep up. They tell us that if you're, I think it's 56 or 58 years old, you no longer can be an air traffic control person because cognitively things are changing. You can't fly commercial jets after the age of 65, but yet you are doing your own literal 
financial surgery, because that's what retirement is like. It's like financial surgery, navigating retirement as you are declining in an area that you have zero real, real experience in, and you've never done ever in your life. This is the first time in your life you will ever plan and execute retirement. First time. But yet, you're going to do it yourself, and you don't think anything's going to bad, happen bad to you or, or your spouse. And it's it's remarkable to me. I mean, we know. we Paul will tell you there, the psychology behind doing it yourself, the rationalization, the biases. We, we understand why you do it. A lot of times because you think you're saving money, but you're actually spending, costing yourself more money for a lot of reasons. But Paul, specifically around financial elder abuse, it's the DIYers that are most vulnerable. And then the surviving spouse of the DIYers, those are the targets. That's it. That's the, you guys are setting yourself up for failure. I I went a long time, Paul. Sorry. No, it's okay. You you know, we, we often talk about, in fact, we. Just finished a white paper on the psychology of retirement, right? And you, and you know, this topic is actually the perfect example of the psychology here because the, there's sort of this perfect storm and, and we don't like to talk about it, but what I mean by that is if you look at the personality types of people that are do-it-yourselfers and, 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 and it, they're awesome people, right? They're, this is not a criticism in, in some ways, a compliment, but it, it's, it's problematic in this area. When you look at the personality st- types of people that are do-it-yourselfers, right? These are people who like to be in control, right? Don't like to ask for help, tend to be hyper-independent, right? And have trust issues, right? And at the end of the day, overconfident. And when you look at the people who are most vulnerable to financial exploitation, it's them. Because at the end of the day, if you're the person who will not let go, you typically won't let go when you should because it's your personality type. And, And as a result, you are the people being targeted. Who do you think... These who do you think these bad, bad actors are targeting? They're targeting you. So we have this perfect storm of the the people who tend to be do-it-yourselfers are the exact people who are being targeted, and the people who are most vulnerable to financial exploitation. It's why it's the reason why we have a team. That's why we have a team approach, right? This is why we approach it the way we do in our courses. Paul, and you are listening to just now. You were just listening to Dr. Paul Mettler, who has a doctor of psychology and did his fellowship. Uh, I think at Northwestern on uh, geriatric, I don't think they call it that anyways, anymore, but elderly psychology, right? As, as the aging of, Correct. and I'm not a psychologist, so I'm hacking this, but look, we know what we're talking about, teaching tens of thousands of people in universities around this country for over a decade. Just sign up for one of our eight-hour master's, like a master's level course all you have to do is make a $29 donation to charity. If you'd like to register, you can go to retirementplanningedu.org. That's retirementplanningedu.org. And we'll return plenty more Retirement Education Hour coming up next. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Education Hour. Be sure to follow or subscribe when listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And now back to the show. This elder abuse issue, financial elder abuse issue, Kirk and Paul, it is a big one. There are some steps, though, that you say we can take to prevent us from becoming a victim and to set us up for success financially. Tell us about that. Look, the solution to everything retirement, we're going to give it to you right now. I mean, this is the solution. And I am really, really thankful that we did this show Because I just hope that people really listen and take action. 
especially around this topic. Now, the truth is the class really does so much more than just preventing you from being a victim of of any sort of financial elder abuse. It's really more about teaching you everything that's wrong currently with the financial service industry and why you all, our listeners who listen to our show that we know have between $500,000 and $10 million, that's our regular listener, we know who's coming to our classes, who's listening to our podcast, we know that's who's listening. And you folks are still following conventional wisdom for the average baby boomer who the average baby boomer has only saved $200,000 for retirement. So your advisors, your teams, you don't have the, I'm telling you, most of you don't have the right teams. We're going to teach in the class how to find the right team to help you navigate retirement. The the solution is planning. And if you want to understand what we're talking about in real planning, Go to our website. Just watch a 30-minute webinar, and we will walk you through what a sample retirement plan should look like, what it should involve, what should be included, and you'll recognize you don't have that. No one's shown you that, and that's what we're going to spend eight hours doing in a university setting or you're streaming it while we're in a university setting, teaching you how to understand, to find the right team to be able to provide you that type of planning. Meaning, where am I taking income from, from which accounts, at what age, to mitigate something called sequence of returns risk, and minimize taxes? When do I take my pension versus my lump sum? When do I take my Social Security? What investments should I buy? Well, your plan, you none of you should buy anything until someone builds you a complete 30-year plan mapping everything out because that plan will tell you what you should own, when you should own it, what decisions you should be making. Nothing should be done in a vacuum. It should be with a plan. Now, when you have a plan and then you have a team with the, with your your wealth manager, your CPA, and your attorney collaborating, working together, then you're not, your chances of being a a victim to elder abuse, when everything is mapped out, planned out, and there's a whole team helping you, watching you, and supervising it, that doesn't get penetrated. So that's what the class is going to teach you. It's like a, it gives you the filter to be able to understand, do I have these things? Who can give me these things? What should I be looking for? You'll understand the levers, and if you don't have the levers or people aren't talking about the same things, then you know they're not providing you what you need to get you the best outcome in retirement. And Paul, I'll let you go here in a minute, but bottom line is if you have the right team, you should be able to retire in your early to mid-60s, being able to take out 7 8% withdrawal rates to live on. You should be able to save tons of taxes, and you shouldn't have fear and anxiety in retirement if you get the right plan with the right team, Paul. Yeah, you know, and, and I, if I can just add something, you know, we, we use the term team a lot. And I, I think it's important to say not all teams are created equal. Huh. And, and this is what I mean. I, people who've, who've gone into the hospital and, and, you know, they've had their specialists and they have 10 different doctors coming in and, and each one of them prescribing different medications, right? You could call that a team, but, it's not, but that's a loosely associated team. And the problem with that is they're not often communicating. When we talk about team, we're not talking about a group of people. Meaning, okay, you have an attorney, you have a CPA, you have wealth manager, you have whatever, you have all these different people. And just because you have them 
doesn't mean they're a team, right? No. A team is a group of people who are communicating, who understand what each other's doing, and they're working in integration together. And that's what a team is. So all of you who are listening think you have a team because you have your CPA, because you have your attorney and you have your wealth manager. That's not the type of team we're talking about. We're talking about a team of people who all are working together to make sure you have the retirement you want. And given this topic, making sure you do not get exploited. Paul, that's what we teach in the class. We'll teach you how to find your team. But before we can teach you how to find your team, we need you to understand whether or not the people you're interviewing are providing you the right things to get you your best outcomes. So you may not be able to build your own retirement when you're done with the class, but you're certainly going to know if someone else is capable of and what should be part of a plan and what what credentials and, and how you should pay for the services and how do you do background checks. It's an eight-hour class taught in two evenings or one full Saturday, taught at most of the major universities and colleges in your area. And if for some reason you're out of the area, we stream them live from the university. We make it super simple. All we ask is you to make a $29 donation to charity, and you can register at retirementplanningedu.org. Retirement Education Foundation is a fiscally sponsored program of United Charitable, a registered 501c3 public charity. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any insurance discussed in this show is backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Retirement Education Foundation is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Retirement Education Foundation. This radio show is paid for by the Retirement Education Foundation.